Frozen Shows is filmed in front of a live Twitch audience. Hey everyone, welcome back to Bros and Shows. I'm your host, Josiah, aka Mahler67. And with me, as always, I got my buddy, I got my pal, I got my brother, my brother Austin. Austin, how you doing today? Pretty good. How about you and everyone that's watching on Twitch? Uh, you know, uh, I, I can't, I can't really complain. Um, just work and, and then life at this, at this current juncture, as mm. they say. Mm. So, pretty, pretty okay with myself. Hmm. So. Yeah. I finally updated all the, uh, Spotify after. Oh, oh yeah, no, yeah. My buddy Joel will be super excited. He has been listening ever since we started. And he asked, he was like, wait, you guys are like a lot more episodes than I am. And I was like, <laughs> what? And he's like, yeah, I can't listen to him on Monday, uh, Wednesday. So he's like, I listen to him when I go to work. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I didn't know that. And he's like, yeah. So I'll tell him. Yeah, like, hey, I... So basically, I, I put a little like explanation at the beginning of the, the podcast that I started. Oh, wait, hold up. Uh, like, um, but it just, I just had them all saved on my, com- my computer. I was like, oh, I haven't been editing these. Oh, I haven't been uploading these. I'll get to it. And I just kept saying that the whole time. Like, ah, as long as we're still putting out the episodes, I'm saving them. It's not that big of a deal, right? I don't think anyone listens to mm. us on the spotify or whatnot and then you're like hey people been asking i was like ah crap i don't ever look at that stuff (laughs) yeah i had like three people ask me why they're like hey like why don't you load to spotify anymore it's like i don't know and then they asked if i was gonna load uh the video to spotify because supposedly spotify does video podcasts now yes i didn't know that yeah yeah they they just started that honestly i could if if i wanted to uh because i have them all saved well well, do i Mm -hmm. freaking care yeah. Uh, the only reason why I know that is because I think it was uh, Markiplier and his friends, uh, mm. Wade and uh, Bob. Geesh, why could I not remember the simple name? Uh, that they uh, they started doing theirs that way too. Mm. So yeah, yeah, I could I could totally do that if I wanted to. Key term if if, if I wanted to. If, if I good. have the power now. Execute yeah. order sixty-six. Execute order sixty-six. Yeah, that's exactly what the power. Actually, it's it's mainly the fact that I'm like I don't want to edit anything. That's the biggest give and take. Is like, do I want to edit things? I don't know if I really want to edit things, but then at the same time, I'm like, oh, there's benefits to editing. Yeah. And mainly, all I do is just edit the uh, intro and exit onto them. Mm. But eh, what can you do? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, I don't know how the heck to go into this, honestly. So we're, let's just. Well, speaking just of the name, jump into speaking it. of the name that he couldn't remember, uh, Bob is someone we're talking about this week. <laughs> no, it's Robert. No, he calls himself Bob too. Robert. No one calls him Bob. Yeah, like multiple Only times. Only those naysayers call him Bob. <laughs> and those yeah, crazy so... people. So we're talking about the Jinx uh, HBO uh, six-episode documentary called The Jinx, The Life and Death of Robert Durst. So this is actually one of the... This is the first time we've ever done, like, a real documentary, like, murder drama type deal at all. Yeah, this is the first time us doing a documentary to begin Mm -hmm. with. 
Yeah. Um, not that I'm like against it or anything like that. Just it's mm -hmm. one of the situations that we've never done it. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, I just. It, it it's it's nothing bad. It's just it's one of those things that you have to. All we can do here is talk about mm -hmm. the general thing of it. Maybe even like oh. how they frame stuff and all that stuff. But most of it comes down to the whole story. So yeah, Austin, what what made you watch this? Like, where, where how'd you find this? So uh, about uh, around the same time that this episode came out, I was fascinated like at that time with a lot of like, murder documentaries. And I remember watching my first murder documentary, which is an HBO special called The Paradise Lost. And it's about three Memphis boys that uh, get accused of these murders. And it becomes like a three-part series where there's like 10 episodes each. But each part is like five years apart. So like these kids get uh, convicted of the, like these kids go to court for the crime, then they get convicted and then they go through jail and then they try to repeal and say that they didn't do it. And then the last, um, the last season is them getting free out of jail because they find out that DNA evidence finally like catches up with like how crimes are solved, that they are cleared of the crime, but a lot of other crazy stuff with it. So when I watched it, I was like, wow, this was really good. I really want to start watching murder dogs. So I was like, I want to see what else, you know, people have to offer. Um, so I was driving to a movie theater with my buddy Wayne and Wayne and me were talking. And I told him about Paradise Lost and he's like, yeah, I've heard about that. Like, is it good? And I was like, yeah, it's it's long, but it's really good. And Metallica actually did like a song about the three that were uh, that were accused because the only reason that those kids were accused was because they profiled those kids because they had Metallica T-shirts on and they said that they were look satanic like in the 90s so metallica like put out a song oh to, like, i've heard of these actually mm -hmm. yeah 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 i remember okay yeah, yeah i've heard about this yeah so then um what happened is wayne was like have you watched the jinx and i was like the jinx he's like dude i just got done watching that and i was like huh and then he starts explaining a little bit of like robert Durst's family and like he's connected to these three murders and we don't know like exactly you know like He's like, it's something that's really awkward because he's like, I've watched like a lot of murder docs, but I've never seen a murder doc like this. And I was like, really? He's like, okay. So that night when I got back from seeing, I think it was Star Wars, like Force Awakens uh, with him, it was like, hmm, I got some time. Like, I'm not going to be to bed until like 3 a.m. Because at that time I was working like swing shift. Mm -hmm. So I sat up and before you know, it was six o'clock in the morning. And I was like, oh man, like those were, I was like, man, I really enjoyed that documentary. Um, after that, I was very fascinated by Robert Durst that I started doing a bunch of research on him, like trying to figure out stuff. So like this story like led me into like loving documentaries about like true crime and stuff like that. So I'm uh, kind of hooked kind of now cause I've been watching, I watch like murder docs every like once in a while, like I'll see something pop up. Like the newest one that just came out on Netflix I watched was called uh, The Murdoch Murders, uh, The Southern Scandal, uh, which was like a three episode hour each. And it is crazy. And I just I, it just baffles me to see how crazy people are willing to go or like what they've done to like try to cover up everything. And it's just one of those interesting things. It's not like I believe in like the 
crazy conspiracy theories. It's more of like these people are proving that these people are covering up things mm -hmm. or they're showing like, hey, there's something wrong here. Um, and then like the murder doc scene like went dead for a while. But then there was that uh, Netflix show, How to Make a Murderer, in that. Yeah, like, I, I heard of that one, yeah. Which they were just in the news, like, this week because of defamation and stuff of the documentary. Um, but that one was huge. Like, it brought in, like, a lot of viewers. So other people started making murder docs. So, like, they are rampant now, um, which is, you know, kind of interesting. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's how I learned about the James Roberters. And it became one of my favorite documentaries, like, series-wise. Mm -hmm. um, I've been wanting to do this series for a while now, actually. Uh, like, uh, you guys probably don't know this uh, from Josiah's channel. But, like, uh, the thing is, is I had a, a nerd page for a while. And I did a show called Lackluster Reviews where we would, like watch a movie well we we would uh two of us would have watched the movie or one of us have watched the movie and then we showed the other people the trailer and make them try to describe the story and i was you know i really wanted to do the jinx so bad but i couldn't do it it was the right format so when this came up i was like man that's something i probably have to put in it is a little rough uh because it is real life like this really happened um and sometimes some people can't take that they're just like whoa um, yeah. but you know, I, I wanted to see, I just wanted to like stir the pot a little bit this week and be like, you know what, let's try it out. You know, if it's something that's worth it, maybe we look into it more. Cause like, you know, I'm interested in interesting stories mm -hmm. and things that make my mind go, huh, how did that happen that way? Um, and this was one of those docs that got me into that kind of stuff. So, yeah. So that being said, what was your impression about Robert Durst and the Jinx? Oh, okay. I'll be honest. Whenever I watched the first episode of this, I was like, oh, this is going to be a rough watch. Um, <laughs> just because like when they were just showing off all the body parts and everything, I was like, yeah, I guess it's a documentary, but like, oh man, come on, man. I don't want, I don't want this to be the whole movies or yeah. show or whatever it's just like the gores or whatnot mm -hmm. um i tend to like it more whenever it's like document like not not mocking i i do like mockumentaries but not like you know what i'm saying like um scripted yeah like kind of scripted in a way yeah, where yeah it's not like that yeah because like i said last week like in before this i said hey you know there is some real life violence in this as like they do show body parts a couple times but don't be too hesitant about it because it's not really about that. It's more of like the person that is being involved in this whole thing. And I, that's why I was kind of like skeptical that you were you were going to say something like that. I was like, yeah, I better, you know, just remind viewers that this is real and they do show some graphic things. And, you know, but yeah, so go on. <laughs> so basically, um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, the first episode was kind of rough for me a little bit, and then they kind of like did like a weird. Uh, uh, my my biggest complaint about this this series, and I'll just say mm -hmm. it now, is I feel like it jumps all over the place sometimes. It does. It and does. I feel like I'm like narratively, I understand why they're doing it, but mm -hmm. sometimes I am confused if we're talking about past, post, or present, mm -hmm. and. I'm like, I don't, I, don't know, I don't know what to do. Uh, I don't know what's going on here. <clears throat> um, but 
luckily enough after the first episode they kind of chill on the whole like bloody uh dismemberment and everything and just became more of like documentary about like the process of looking into robert durst um Mm -hmm. And the the one thing I will say, I I find it interesting that this show did a, you know, normally whenever I I watch a documentary is very much a chronological of events. Mm -hmm. This one did like, here's the events. Mm -hmm. You know why that's weird? It's because of this. Now let's redo those events, but with this new ad information that you just acquired. Oh, now with that, let's jump to the future. It's like, why are you doing this to me, buddy? <laughs> Stop throwing me all over the place. Mm-hmm. Because like they, they did at first where it's like, oh, here's all this stuff. And then he's like, he got arrested. And he's like, 250,000. I don't have that on me. And it's like, why would he say such a weird thing? Surprise. He's the child of a super rich person in New York. Because of course mm-hmm. the serial killer is a freaking mm-hmm. rich kid who's yeah, just upset it. that he lost his family. Mm-hmm. Uh job yeah or like whatever his family's fortune and and i'm just like man i just i just don't know how i feel whenever things like that are the revelations like yeah this person's weird and bad because he didn't get what he wanted he had his inheritance kind of ripped from him and that made him a little unhinged and it's like people freaking (laughs) died because this kid just didn't get it like mm-hmm. it's it's messed up but yeah like storytelling was fine other than the weird pacing of jumping back and forth which sometimes worked really well other times i'm just like wait i'm confused or is this pre or post mr mm-hmm. black's death like that that was most of it my time through mm-hmm. other than that I, I thought it was pretty solid i do like documentaries um i tend like i said i like it more whenever there is some form of reenactment or whatever that's why i have the tendency of watching (laughs) messed up is just an understatement that is correct i just yeah when when facing with such a thing like that you can't really process it very well yeah so yeah so yeah so a couple things i was gonna say about this Mm -hmm. is uh so for instance um Jenny, uh, I think her name's Jeannie Perino. I think that's her name. She was one of the girls that was wearing pink. I think she was in a pink dress uh, or a pink like dress weird suit thing. Um, She actually is a Fox News analyst now. Uh, She got what she wanted. Like she was the one that blew up the story about Robert Durst's uh, wife going missing like the second time. And that's when he like fled. Okay. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And he decided to be Walter White for a minute. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And what's weird is like he tries to steal a hoagie, which you can kind of tell that he wants to be caught or something. Like he just, it's weird. But the cool thing about this documentary that doesn't do a lot of other murder docs, uh, most of the time when you talk to the killer in a doc, they're mm-hmm. in prison. They're in prison. This guy reached out to this director that made a movie that was like his idea of like what happened to Kathleen Durst. And this guy reached out and was like, oh, no, that's not how it happened. Like, can I be on an interview that I've never done interviews for? And we talk about what really happened. And it's interesting to me that 
when you see Robert Durst for the first time and how he talks um, and how he blinks his eyes and how he like looks away. And then he says things, certain things that you just like cock your head and you're like, wait, did, did he just say that? Um, yeah. <laughs> I just think Robert Durst is a man of evil. Um, you can kind of tell like in his like stature and like how he presents himself that he's not all good up there. You know, he's kind of messed up in the head. And that's what interested me in this doc was like this murderer that you can clearly tell is a murderer uh, in my book, but you have to have hard evidence, of course, to like equip, you know, make that happen. Oh my goodness. I cannot tell you how mad I was watching this whenever the Mm -hmm. first jury acquits him. And I'm like, you're you're kidding me, right? Well, people are like, it's not about whether or not he mur- uh he dismembered yep. the body. It's whether or not he killed it in non-self-defense. And yeah. since we have no proof that it is self-defense, that it's not self-defense, nor do we have proof that it is self-defense, other than his own words, we have to go with it. Let's also Good disregard old- the whole fact that no one has ever seen them together. And no one can collaborate his story as them being friends. So, you know, we just have to listen. I, I'll i be honest. A Siamese believes that that courtroom was, like, rigged. Because, like, the Durst family was... Uh, had lots of money. They obviously yeah. had no issue throwing a bunch of money at, like, his legal defense and everything of that sort. Oh, yeah. I'm like, they 100% were... Paying, paying that thing off and nothing, nothing screamed in me, my head more that it was kind of like a paid thing. Then whenever Mm -hmm. they were explaining that the only person who held off was a Christian lady who said that he dismembered the body though. And there's like, it's Mm -hmm. not about it. The body's gone. It's whether or not he killed him in cold blood. It's like, yes, it's that. But you also have to look at the facts of like, is his character a good character? Like yeah. that, that that's the thing. Like a, a lot of times in, like I, I watch a lot of lawyer uh, YouTubes and everything like Legal Eagle and whatnot. Oh, I love Eagle and, Eagle. and the one thing they always say in those things is like half the battle of a courtroom is you convincing that your character is, your, your client is trustworthy. Mm-hmm. And... They, they point out in the show whenever he, like, he makes the uh, trial laugh, like the, the, the people laugh, mm-hmm. that I'm like, that doesn't seem right to me. Mm-hmm. Like, even like the joke that was said there was not funny at all. Mm-hmm. Those people, it, it just, it felt wrong to me. Like, it legitly fell off. And then mm-hmm. whenever they were showing up on TV and explain why they were like, voting for certain things none of them really had compelling reasons why to vote for him or or to acquit him and they they obviously brought up the whole point about like oh he dismembered the body but no one ever that that wasn't a a conversational point i'm like this Mm -hmm. just seems very off and very weird oh yeah and I just, I, it made me frustrated. It made me very frustrated. Oh, Watch yeah. That. And the thing is with that, too, is like, 
you know, I had to describe this to, uh, you know, Mama Burkhart. Like, she was like, I don't get this. I was like, what happened was the guy pled self-defense. And the people that were the plaintiff play, plotted the murder and said, this is a murder. But they didn't disprove the self-defense. So the jury went that way. But I'm also with you in the boat that Robert Durst could have paid off those jurors and the reason why they, i don't even think I it was robert that, durst i think it was his brother bob durst oh, or whatever his oh, name is oh um well seymour was his dad oh Ooh. andrew andrew or Drug or, Douglas, well i guess Douglas. it was i guess it would be uh seymour at that time like his dad yeah. was still alive yeah he was still alive because like the, the thing that makes me believe that even more is whenever mm. you find out that they have private investigator they hire their private mm -hmm. investigator to look in all this stuff and when the private investigator basically said like there's basically just evidence that shows that he did it. Yeah. They cut ties with him and they said, nope, we're done. Mm -hmm. And they probably took the evidence that he got, which he had like the contradictory information statement. They probably took that then and then rationalized it for his defense. Yeah. That's that's exactly what they did. They 100% were doing it to keep the Durst estate going, which worked because freaking Durst is still around early in New York City. And it just, it just... It makes me hate capitalism so much more whenever knowing that like the you have can do the rich like can just do crap like that. Oh, you and know, like it a, makes me even more upset that like the rich people can do that. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. But they won't even like the whole like Austin. I'll be honest here. If you murdered someone and I found out you murdered someone. I'm sorry. I would still take you to police because you murdered no, someone. Agreed. I don't care. Like agreed you're my brother. Way. I love you, but I'm not going to defend you and pay like a defendant to defend you for that murder type deal thing. Well, but in, me and you my... have the same thinking though with that because like <laughs> here's the thing. I what? think this way. If you murdered someone, and I was and you're my brother, I look at it this way. He could murder me, or he could murder someone else. And I was like, or it could have hurt more people that i love and i'm like i'm not doing that he murdered someone now if it was like i shot him in self-defense or if it was like he accidentally died and they showed that you're you ex you know it was an accidental death and you were part of it uh you know like i could see that but like i'm still going to turn you in be like hey the right thing to do here bud is like go and turn yourself in yep. that's what the moral human person should do is turn themselves in if they yep. have convicted a crime of murder um, but the reason why I brought this up about like being paid off as jury is, you know, it's famous. There's a famous, um, you know, courtroom, uh, thing about paid off juries. And that was, this is when Al Capone went to, uh, be tried for tax evasion. He was going to, he switched out the jury and he paid the jury. Then what happened was the feds found out about it. And at the last moment when Al Capone sat down, they switched out the jury. And that's when Al Capone knew that he was caught. Um, and then he admitted to like, you know, tax evasion and a bunch of other stuff. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is like, it's interesting to see like how these people do know what Robert's capable of because his brother hires his own bodyguard after Robert Durst says he's going to kill him. What does that mean to me? That means my brother will do it. Like, I know my brother can do it. The the issue that I had in that situation, why I thought I was a stag jury to begin with, was the fact that all these things that he did, all that stuff came up 
and they still thought mm, it could have been self-defense a way he drove all the way to his brother's house with two loaded guns mm, he probably yeah like he was probably just gonna stand his ground in his car like it's legitly uh, that that's okay here's the thing right when they said that it was going to be Texas that was going to prosecute him for that, I instantly went like, he's getting out. He's, yep. he's getting free because of the fact that they chose Texas where they're just like, freaking gun laws and we don't care you murder someone. Woohoo, they won't went anywhere else. Like, I think it would have been harder for them to get a case. I think they would have had a lot easier time convincing, like getting the court to like fight over it type deal. Thing. Mm-hmm. Also, can, can, I just, can I just be honest on one thing though? Yeah. The big like twist at the end of the uh mm-hmm. documentary where they find like the the note that matches the cadaver mouth. Yeah. yeah. Um you know how stupid that is to me? Why? Okay, you have these I just want to know your reason. Yeah. You, you have these people who are supposed to investigate, right? Mm-hmm. They're supposed to look into this. They're supposed to look all these documents. They did not look through and then I, I think it's like her son or something like that finds yeah. all this stuff and he's well, like his... oh my gosh look what yeah. I found condemning evidence and it's like did they even try or did someone on the case you know mess with it you know there was a, there was a little money bribery going on there that's what I feel but it was it this was just, person was it was also that like Jerry Perroe girl or whatever her name was. That's the girl the, from the Fox DA. News. Yeah, 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 she's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, she's a complete numbskull. When she's like started talking about the ideas, like I gotta go after him, and they turn her into the villain. I was like, yeah, like okay, it's dumb idea. This is another reason why I thought it was kangaroo court, and I'm going to be saying this the whole time. <laughs> the fact that the jury would allow them to turn flip the argument from this guy's a murderer to she's mean. And that's why he ran. It's like, that's not the conversation mm. here. He dismembered a body and he, he admitted to it. And he was on the run dressed up as a woman. Yeah. With no, a different no, name. Not that's even criminal just the, too. Not, like, not even like on the run dressed up as he fled from the cops yeah. on all this stuff. It's yeah. like, this is so stupid. He like paid bail left. Who? Like, uh, yeah, the see, there was a lot. Of- I, I, like half of the thing as I was watching it, I'm like, this is going to end with him. It's going to end two ways. And I, I, I was calling it from the game. Like, it's either one, he was, he was never convicted, and he, he lived his life out, or two, at the end they're going to find something. They're going to get him. It's going to be long overdue. And they're like, ooh, but we got him. We did good. It, honestly, I I love the fact in the end where they were talking about Robert. He's like, this guy's smart. He'll he'll know this or that. And then when I'm watching him, I'm like, he's not smart. He just has money. That's all he has. Yeah. Like when he started to explain whenever they first showed him the cadaver note, and he's like, yeah, misspelled Beverly and big block letters obviously was trying to think i'm just like huh what's weird is how you're just naming this stuff off the top of your head like it's what you thought when you were doing it 
He also says it in the documentary. He was like, yeah, it's like block letters, like someone trying to hide their own signature yeah. or their own writing. And like, okay. So how much did you ever research like past what happened here? I, I quickly searched his name to see like, oh, did he get convicted or was this all just a sham thing? Mm -hmm. he, he, he was getting prosecuted and he died last year. He got convicted. He got convicted of Susan Bateman's murder or whatever. Susan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the second one. Yeah. Yeah. She was convicted. He can, they convicted him using what the documentary found. He also, they, he came into a police station and they, when they arrested him about it, he, they said, Hey, you know, we have evidence now that you might, you killed Susie and he was, or Kathy Bates or whatever her mm -hmm. name is, Kathy, whatever. And he's like, okay, so what's in it for me? And like, I was like, what the heck? Like, why would you say something like that? But then you're like, oh, that's why he's, he's trying to get like a deal out of this. If he can get out of jail or whatever. Yeah. Well, but, he, honest mm -hmm. thought, honest opinion. Mm -hmm. He was 70 some years old. Yeah. He was 78 he, he when he died. He, yeah. he couldn't care. He, he didn't yeah. care at all. Like, I'll be no. honest. Once he went out to do the, uh, what's it called? The, uh, interview or whatever like that my brain's like he's he's accepted he's like i lived my life i got i got nothing i, I spent a couple years in the prison what does that matter i've already spent like a year or so in it i'm good blah blah blah, blah. that's 100 percent what i viewed and i'm like he mm. wanted to be immortalized in a documentary and he got what he wanted i don't yep. think at all anything didn't go the way he wanted to because unfortunately he's freaking rich and he can do yep. whatever he wants yep <sighs> But I do yeah, like, I did look up afterwards that all the families of the deceased people that he killed are suing the Durst estate yep, for all the are. wrongful stuff. So I'm like, okay, that's some good thing. Um, eat the rich, you know, as they say <laughs> on the the TikTok, Twitter verse or, world. Or on the dress of AOC. Or the dress <laughs> of AOC, yeah. But no, that yeah. Stuff. Yeah, that's, that's the thing about this story is it's interesting to see how this unfolds, but also it's scary. Like it's terrifying. Like someone got away with murder. And you know, after that cadaver note, I was a hundred percent convinced that Robert Durst murdered every single person. And he did, they did something really well. You know, I think Kathy Durst is dead. And I believe that her body's in uh, some woods somewhere because of Suze, I think, uh, Susan or whatever her name is, like the writer that he kills, that they get the cadaver note on. Yeah. I really think that because she was a mobster's like daughter, she knew where to hide a body. Well, yeah, and, and, and that's why he killed her because he knew that she was going to blackmail him because she was like, oh well, you know. Well, I know they already, they already, they, they basically yeah. said that at one point, yeah. like that was the whole thought process because mm -hmm. it's like she was part of like mafia people. Mm -hmm. And uh, she knew how they disposed of bodies at some point. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if she found or knew where he hid her body. And that's mm -hmm. what she was she was doing. And then, like they said, she fell on hard times and she probably kept trying to get more and more money out of him. Mm -hmm. And then finally, he just boop, popped her and, and left. Yeah. Um, it's... Uh, 
I don't know, yeah. man. I was so freaking frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not even lying, man. Like it was just so frustrating. Anytime he was on cam see, uh, camera or talking or whatnot, the whole time my brain was just going like, "This guy is obviously the murderer." And I, so when they went to bring up like his uh, the documentary stuff in court, mm -hmm. Robert Durst admitted that he said he was doing meth most of the time. Um, mm -hmm. And he was like high and it explains why his like his eyes were the way they were because like you know i kind of feel like when i watched this for the first time i was like robert durst has some evil in him because of how he looks and how he talks and his eyes show it and then you kind of find out well he's high on meth too and you're like well that makes sense <laughs> yeah, it makes um, sense, I guess. you know and, and the weird thing is it's like his lawyer actually tries to stop him one time like at the first interview he's like hey hey do not talk your mic is still on like your mm -hmm. hot mic still on and he's like yeah. oh okay when a lawyer says that that means a lawyer knows something about robert durst like being robert durst and mm -hmm. it's 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 just so interesting that like this guy like was like no i'm gonna explain like you know what what i believe that happened and in reality i really think it's not <sighs> a lot of people think that he killed those three people in which I believe that and 100% believe that. But I also think he killed a fourth person. And it's in the dock that does happen, but they don't rule it a certain thing. And I think that was his first taste of murder. I really think he killed his mom because his mom commits suicide, like jumps off the roof, he says. There's like too much evidence there that doesn't show like a clear story of her being like psychotic or like uh, like wanting to kill herself. Yeah. Um. And I think that he was like mad at her or something, just threw her off the roof when he was like, I think it was like eight or 10. And he probably I, I just did it. I think it was six. Something Could like that. Or I, his dad or someone did it. Cause like, I think, cause they even said they're like, they didn't rule it as a suicide. And it's like, she jumped off the roof. <laughs> like, you know, something fishy is going on there too. So I yeah, think that like someone I, else is murdering people too. I don't know. I think. I think it could be anything. Honestly, I, I could I could see it. I the the issue is is that he was like a really small kid, mm -hmm. so I could see that not being the truth. You know what I I thought is maybe like the Durst family is actually in line with the mafia too. Mm. And maybe the mom was a makes sense. Like a like a like a warning to them, saying like, "Hey, watch your mom die." Essentially. Is that mm -hmm. that makes sense? Because the whole was like, look at mommy. Doesn't make sense. Like that doesn't make sense to have like your uh, a dad say like, look at mommy. But it would make sense if the dad was holding his son, and a mafia member had her up on the roof, and the other mafia member that the kid didn't know about was behind him with a gun, telling him to like watch your wife die. This is mm -hmm. what happens when you betray us or whatever. Or whatever. Like. That seems like something straight out of a movie, but like that's how you get a point across, I guess. I don't yeah, know. So, kind of. and then like I don't know, I, I, I don't know. That that's just like a lot of like, ooh. um, <laughs> yeah. No, I just it's it's a weird. This is a weird thing to talk about because mm -hmm. the actual storytelling of this uh, documentary was mm -hmm. fine. Like I said, it was a little jamble. Um, I think the parts that got me the most is whenever he was, they, they were following him around New York city and he was essentially harassing his brother. 
<laughs> that did make me laugh because it was like yeah. super petty like, oh yeah stuff you know but it's just like yeah. i'm gonna stand out in front of his home get some picture yep. of me in front of my brother's home since now that i know it's his <laughs> and he's like i don't think he's gonna be happy unless someone comes out and like removes him from here yeah it was it was so funny I, to me i have to give also props to andrew Jarecki, the director and the writer of this doc mm -hmm. um he has some balls on him. Like that guy, like Lou, he was like, yeah, yeah. I'll totally interview this guy. By the way, uh, I'm going to turn all this evidence in. And like, after he turned that evidence in, I would be like, hire a bunch of Secret Service or bodyguards because like, Robert Honest, Honestly, I thought him. even before that, whenever he started like saying like, oh, I don't want to come do it. Like, I can't yeah, do it this week, next week. I thought I'm like, he knows something up. Like someone, someone blabbed to him. And he, he knows the truth and he he's aware of them. I actually thought that when he went into the thing, there was going to be like cops who bust in the room the second that he admits to like mm -hmm. writing that note or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I thought one of the things they were going to say is that like they found a loaded gun in his bag. I, I thought that's what it was going to be is that like no, they found out he knew something was up. And so they he like came prepared to kill them all. And whenever he said, oh, I have to go to the restroom and he walks in the restroom, my brain instantly went like, all right, there's two ways to go. And this, I, I, I looked up the aftermath after watching it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, his mic is still hot here. And first off, I thought it was absolutely hilarious that exactly what happened earlier in the film did again. That's what happens when older uh, criminals don't understand technology very well. Better call Saul. Better call Saul. AK freaking cameras. Yeah, Saul um, Goodman and the internet took him down. But uh, on top of that, like, I thought I was going to hear like a gun cock and a bang. And then he commits like, suicide, in, suicide. The, in the bathroom. Oh, no, that's exactly there. what I thought. And that's that's why I thought it was going to happen. And then he's just like, I did. I freaking killed Maul. And I'm just like freaking talking to yourself and i know He's like in the nut. court of law you could easily say like he was i was just recanting in my head what they're they were going to say i did mm -hmm. and, and honestly it, it could pass like people would be like yeah no i i've done that before wherever i'm like in a he hit situation where i think to myself i'm like talking in the first person or like responding to myself and be like that's probably thought i was crazy like oh what are mm. you like oh i killed them like, that's that's what they mm. expect from me you know type deal but man i yeah. just well also too is like with his uh when he was being convicted for uh the murder of that woman mm -hmm. he actually stated that he lied multiple times during his trial in texas oh, yeah. on the on the stand and he also said that he they're like so if you lied right now on this court case would you tell us the truth and he goes no why would i and it's like Oh, bad answer. Then later he actually says that he wrote the cadaver note and people are like, yeah. oh, well, we kind of already knew that, but thanks for confirming, buddy. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I, I I saw the, the point where they said, like, his lawyers recanted or contradict mm -hmm. their statement saying that, yes, he did write the cadaver mm -hmm. note. And I was like, I just, man, I'm, I'm legitimately just over here shaking my head this whole time. It literally feels like the police department's botched this investigation. Oh, yeah. 
and, 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 that's and obviously you got paid off and so I, I i think because of how badly it was botched how little they looked into things and all that stuff i feel like there was something happening behind the scenes to make sure mm -hmm. certain information was not given to light it yeah. makes me actually want to research the other people who found the information in them or whatever and see what's going on in their life did they magically die or disappear or like mm -hmm. you you know like it, it's like one of those like rabbit hole conspiracy theories it's like wait did the son of the one woman die after this like did he mm -hmm. magically like get in a car accident somehow and pass the, away the one of the durs that actually was i think he was like his nephew yeah his nephew was the one that was talking dude is he is something wrong is, with is, him is, yeah, he in is, is he suddenly really need a money and yeah doing things is, you know. has the durst family recently sold all their belongings like mm. all this stuff man it's just like i'm anytime i watch a, a true crime documentary like this austin i instantly enter this realm of like it's all rigged. It doesn't matter. Money buys everything and America's going down the drill because the, the people who are rich or psychopaths who are murdering everyone and paying them <laughs> off. That's the thing. I'll tell you who's who was happy with everything that happened. The state, because they got all the money in the form of like $250,000 free for bail. Like they're like, oh, sweet. We'll just keep doing this over the years. Oh, man. Yeah. No, that's the thing. Like when I wanted to make you watch the documentary, it was something that like I love documentaries, period. So like, yeah, I, do I was too. like, you know what? Let's, I like uh, historical documentaries. Murder well, docs are not my thing. I'll be honest. Right. That's why like, this is the only murder doc that I would ever make you watch anyways. Okay. I don't think I would do Paradise Lost or like uh, How to Make a Murderer. Like those things, like nothing against those things. But uh, the reason why I chose the Jinx though for this is because it's a six episodes. Yeah, no, when like, you said six not... episodes, I was happy. Because after yeah. 45 minutes of one episode, I was like, it drains you because yeah. I've watched how to make a murder is 13 episodes and they're an hour long and there's two seasons of that. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I want to know more. But and then, like, in my opinion, how to make a murder season two was like a filler pretty much but it didn't go anywhere it was just like oh hey you know like we have this big time lawyer that actually is gonna know it pro bono and she's like got people off of being innocent and i was like great and the whole time they're like we're trying to explain how he didn't die it, like how she didn't die and he didn't kill her and i was like oh gosh but there's like there was only like two documentaries that i thought well maybe josiah or you know you would even like uh that would murder docs so like the jinx was one of those and then there's a there's one called the staircase which um actually was made into an hbo like drama show uh, that sounds like the, an episode of junji into <laughs> the staircase it <laughs> didn't go up to you the stairs but no um that's <laughs> when why you like... fall up the stairs you permanently <laughs> fall up the. Uh, oh wait no have you ever seen those youtube videos the pc like one two nines or whatever like that it, it's this guy on youtube who will come up with his own like lore videos and he'll animate them and they're like story little creepypastas and then at the end he'll like explain the like the scientific like what's happening type deal thing and mm. one of them i remember watching it's a staircase where as they walk up it's an infinite staircase that they suddenly grow old and they can't help but keep going and then they die of old age and that that's what my brain went to when it the staircase after you're you're like oh it devours you oh, i was like yeah. no it turns you old yeah yeah anyways documentaries man like whew. i'm, yeah, I'm much is... more like i i i like the the netflix 
samurai documentary and the pirate one like that's more my pace where they explain like a, a culture or war or a world or something like that like in in the hindsight of that stuff like that's more my pace no um true crime but- podcast the only issue i have with them is that there a lot of the times you hear like people's perspective and their thoughts and feelings and that's very easy easily manipulated yes by the director mm-hmm. to where you're like oh this person is obviously anti this person or this person but whenever it's like a documentary on a era or a piece that no one's part of mm-hmm. uh it's much more like um like scientific or like historical context only they only talk about mm-hmm. that stuff and that's why i prefer more because then you don't have all these emotions and feelings getting in the way of being so, like freaking samurai so, at the end so so if you like the historical documentaries do you know who ken burns is he's ken burns okay oh my gosh you're killing me so ken burns is like one of the biggest like historical documentaries uh guy of all time he does a lot of pbs documentaries oh, okay. uh, he's done like civil war vietnam oh well no he didn't do vietnam that was michael c scott hall uh, he did like Prohibition. Um, there's just a whole bunch of Ken Burns events. Ken Burns has been recognized as like one of the best historical directors of all time. Um, if you ever get a chance, you should totally like watch anything that Ken Burns does. He has like, he's just really good at what he does as a historical uh, documentary. But I totally understand with the crime doc though, that you're getting perspectives from people and you're also getting edits to make a story more juicier. And the thing is is that's what i feel about how to make a murder is that way uh paradise loss on the other hand is totally different because it's looking at like both sides of the story like you know what it what if these kids really did do it what if they didn't do it well there's evidence showing that there's no evidence here you know like there's evidence showing that there is no evidence surprise the jinx Jinx is a pretty cut and dry documentary where it's like this guy is robert durst he's got a lot of money he's you know like accused of murdering three people yeah you know and he actually murdered someone and he dismembered the body and i'm like yep well that should have just put him away right away (laughs) you know that's like a red flag for me wait so he dismembered the body what's his excuse well he was afraid afraid of what if you accidentally kill someone call the police and say i accidentally killed someone but you're on the run because you fled and it's just oh my gosh it's interesting i i just like how interesting this story was even though i i feel so bad for the families that robert durst has affected and i hope that their family does get like some type of settlement uh because they'll never get those loved ones back and those people really cared for robert durst you know except for lewis black supposedly but (laughs) um or mr yeah uh, but the thing is, is like, it's sad because this guy finally got convicted and then he died two weeks later. You know, like there was no justice there, in my opinion. Like there there was no, justice no, that they no, did no. find out that he did write the cadaver note and all that. But that wasn't, that's sad, not justice. That's but not it's justice. not jet justice at all. And I, I feel sad for that. So. Yeah, I just 100% like the guy got away with it. If, if if the person is able to murder someone and live an additional like 20 to 30 years they got away with it and mm. 
that really sucks. Like, uh, you know, I, I think of like the woman who lied about, um, oh, what, what's, what's his name? Tubman? Harriet? Harriet Tubman, I think. I, I can't, I can't remember. It's the one with the woman who like claimed like, uh, like a, a, a black little kid attacked her or, or raped her. Oh, or whatever. Emmett and, Till. Yeah, Emmett, Emmett Till. Thank you, Emmett. That's what mm -hmm. I was. Um, Harriet Tubman, who the heck is that then? Har Harriet Tubman is Civil War heir. Oh, okay. Harriet Tubman, well, Underground I'm Railroad. I'm very, I'm very bad with, like, names. <laughs> no, no, and I get so, it. Emmett Till, em yes. Yeah, em Emmett Till, like, the woman was, like, what, 90-some years old, and she admits to it, and then she dies, and it's like, that freaking sucks! Yep. It, it, Those... it like, it frustrates me greatly. And, well, and, and that's what this documentary did to me. It did frustrate me greatly because seeing him old, like in a suit and everything of that sort, I'm like, they're either like doing a giant debate by having him dress up nicely so he can do these interviews or uh, he actually got away with it. And it's basically, oh, no, he totally got away with it then. Completely note, on technicality. Note to self, maybe one of the shows I was going to pick, I'm not going to pick anymore. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's a it's a it's a murder sh it's a it's a, it's a show. Murder that show. Actually, well, it's a it's a show about murder. Um, do you know who David Fincher is? He's the guy that uh, directed Fight Club, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Okay, well, uh, I know Fight Club, yeah. but that's it. Yeah, so that director did a uh, show on Netflix called Mindhunter, and it's about a, oh. it's a book that's written by the CIA and the FBI director that actually coined the phrase serial killer. And he made a documentary where they interview, like, you know, John Wayne Gacy. Uh, Mar uh, what was it? I was going to say Marilyn Manson, but it's, uh, wow, Charles Manson and okay. a couple other ones. So, like, it was a good doc, but then I, uh, it's a good show. But then they canceled it after season two because David Fincher's like, I wasn't getting paid enough. Like, and people loved the show a lot. They were like uh, outraged that they canceled it. Netflix also uses an algorithm. So they're like, yeah, it's not getting what we want. It's like, yeah. But Emmett Till is part of one of the episodes because they brought up Emmett Till. But like then I started researching like supposedly, you know, all this is like true stuff, but there is a drama and a play and a little bit there. Uh, there's like a side story. But the thing is, is like I looked up a lot of these like killers, like these people that were murdered and their cases are cold. Uh, and in most in most stories, you know, it's, you know, 60, you know, in the 60s when like, you know, racism was at you know that that high you know civil rights was coming around and it was just a lot of these people were getting murdered because of the color of their skin and then never got solved and like this irks me because i i love this doc i don't get me wrong i do love the doc it's very interesting but it irks me that robert durse murdered three people and didn't get any like the family never got justice and it it's just interesting that like as a society we fail to do something like that and 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 he could have been convicted in texas that could have stopped it um but you know it's just money i don't i don't, I don't, I don't trust texas law anyways. yeah i don't need like any any state that has the whole like stand your ground system it's like people abuse that like Honest, honest, like this is my honest opinion, right? That is oh like, no, I'm saying I'm from a state that says yeah, stand your ground. But like, like the the whole concept of it, it's supposed to be like, hey, if someone invades you and like threatens you, you know, you have the the right to do this. Mm -hmm. 
but people will freaking commit murder and then proclaim that they were feeling threatened to avoid prosecution and it's so frustrating because it's like you you did what you did mm -hmm. you feel it's your right and you're willing to say anything to make sure that you get it. and what's worse is that you have groups like the nra and, and place like that who will lobby and give you money to have you like like i forget what i was watching where someone like someone shot someone and killed them and they got a call from the RRA and they were given a list of things to say at the court hearing that would make it be waved off as uh, defense, defense, oh, um, personal defense. I've, and one I've of the things is like, I felt, I felt threatened and they were within my um, domain. And it's like, boom, self-defense, doesn't matter about anything else. You just say those three things, whether or not they're true or not, and we don't care, you're good. Freaking Robert Durst, have a good day. Go kill someone else. That jury should be prosecuted. Like, yeah. This 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 documentary. Like, here's the thing. One of the reasons why I don't like true true uh, true crime stuff is eighty percent of the time it's a failing judicial system mm -hmm. that makes me angry. You yeah. shouldn't have been gotten away with the first one. You shouldn't now, have gotten out of that. Now, someone... now, for 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 that, uh, there is there is some hilarious things that the judicial system does get wrong that I think is hilarious that they make into a movie that's hilarious. Which is uh, there's a movie with Vin Diesel uh, with hair. Vin Diesel grew his hair out for this scene uh, for this sh movie. It's called and it has Peter Dinklage in it. I forgot Peter Dinklage was in oh, this. Oh, Elf. One. Yeah. It's called... <laughs> It's called Find Me Guilty. It's uh, have you ever heard of the RICO Act? It's where uh, RICO RICO Act means that you can um, file against a group of people or a a group or a an assembly that they are trying to conspire uh, fraud, conspiracy, or embezzlement. And so the RICO Act is what that is, and how they get the so th this movie that Vin Diesel did. Um, is about him being Jackie, uh, Gio I forget what his real name is, like Giovanni or whatever it is. He's a gangster from New York and his whole family is getting Rico to act. Like I'm talking like, I think it was like one of the biggest like court cases in America. It was like over 300 people were indicted at the same time in the same courtroom. <laughs> um, which is very interesting if you guys haven't watched it, but it's a goofy story because Jackie actually does not use a lawyer and in real life he doesn't use a lawyer and he defends himself and this guy's a nimbusol and guess what Jackie stops the Rico <laughs> like it's it's weird it's but the judicial system does fail he, a lot he stopped it because he paid off the jury <laughs> uh, a laughing jury works. is not a hanging jury that's the quote from that movie but you know Interesting stuff. Uh, this is one of the. This was only the murder doc I'm ever gonna do, probably on this show. Um, I'm going okay. I, I I hold the right to make you watch a, a documentary for whatever the heck I want to watch. Some no, no, trash. No, no, seriously. Like you. If, no, if no, you, no, 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 no. When I make you watch a really stupid thing, I'm going to oh, come in and be like, "So, Austin, do you like this better than the the Robert Durst one?" 
I will do that to you. Oh man. You're I will purposely me. look up like freaking Takosha Khan, the true story documentary, a seven hour long video <laughs> essay and be like, we're watching this, buddy. This is what you opened the door for. No, yep. couldn't just have That's TV shows or anything. You had yep. to do documentaries. Just had to do one murder doc. And no, this is probably the only murder doc I'll ever do. Yeah, and no, probably no, the no, only documentary that I'm really going to do probably. Uh, I do watch a lot of documentaries and they can be boring. Like, you know, so I don't expect people I, to be like, I'm going to watch this. The the one thing I'll say about documentaries is I enjoy listening to them. Mm -hmm. You you know what? You know, I enjoy internet documentaries more than actual full on documentaries. I found out recently. Uh, like yeah, have, you, no, you've, you've heard me. of the internet historian, right? Like everyone's oh, heard yeah. of the internet yeah, historian. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like his videos, I find very entertaining and very informative most of the time. Sometimes they're kind of like, "What? Why are we talking about freaking uh, this?" And it's like, "Hey, instead we're going to talk about the cave collapse that happened, and, and the one guy got stuck." hour-long documentary that he made for fun and it's got me on my seat just paying attention like fantastic mm -hmm. but yeah yeah I, you know i i'm with you like oversimplified is one of my favorite it is my favorite channel on youtube where you know he pretty much explains a historical event but he uses cartoon animation and he's goofy yep. with it you know and then also like uh what's that other sam manila academy, academy and yeah. and then what was the other one oh there's a guy on this uh, armchair historian. Yeah. Armchair historian is amazing and history buff. History buff is one of my favorite channels because he takes movies that are supposed to be historically accurate and he breaks them down and tells you this information's wrong. This is what they got right. This is drama. This isn't. Oh, by the way, did you know this person was actually an alcoholic? And you're like, wow, you know. And you look <laughs> you're like, up. wow, that was well, unneeded information. <laughs> so like, my, our dad was. Uh, when we actually dropped you off one time and it was me and him. T I was taking uh, him back to the house. Like we were coming home and I put on history buff and it was like untouchables, which is the story of Elliot Ness and like the people that were part of the brigade of like prohibition uh, agents and mm -hmm. Elliot Ness. When, when prohibition came, uh, uh, was finally done with. And when it struck midnight, Elliot Ness looked at his men and says, all right, let's drink boys. And you come to find out Elliot Ness was actually a drunk the whole time. And he was just doing his job. <laughs> he was still indulging in the alcohol. So, well, yeah. So, yeah, it was fun. I, I'm I'm probably never going to do a murder doc again on here, which I, I totally agree. Sometimes I this was the only one that ever when I wanted you to watch just to see how you would react to it. In reality, I didn't want to do it just because I was like, wow, this is so great. Josiah is going to love it. No, it was more of. I'd like to see your reaction to things just to be like, I just want to pick your brain <laughs> and see how far I can pick it until you're like, all right, I'm done here. We're done. Um, you know, so. Yeah. But yeah. Wait, yep. That, that, yep. That's bit that, that makes sense. That, yeah. that basically makes yeah. sense. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was a fine documentary. Well done. Well put together. Not my cup of tea, but Hey, that's how it works. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, Austin, I think that basically because is there anything else you want to say or are you good? 
No, I'm good. You're good. All right. He totally did. It was obvious from the get-go. Those yeah. people failed. Um, yeah. But also, next week, we get to talk about a show that is... Um, I don't know. Infected our lives, I guess. For us. <laughs> to the breaking point. Made me not want to eat bread for a couple weeks. We're going to talk yeah. about The Last of Us next week. Yeah. Right. So that, that PlayStation's... Ended, right? Yeah, it just ended the last week. Last just confirming because i was like yeah we're gonna do it Wait. which is which is weird because usually like you don't end a series on just like an odd number uh this there's only nine episodes uh which yeah. is you know i i i don't know why they just did do 10 but i totally kind of understand hey, they didn't have the money for pedro they're just like it. whatever pedro get out of here or pedro, or, pedro you know. costs too much and he's <laughs> been like sitting on the last couple episodes so it's like oh no, oh, yeah. Paying him all that money to sit in bed, and like, dang. Good for him, though. Good for, good him. for yeah. Pedro Pascal. He's living the life. He's living he's, the life. He's a good dude. Like that I, guy. I enjoy. I the love him. Right I, I love watched, him. Did you watch the hot ones that he was I on? I just got done watching that like two days ago, and I loved every minute he, of it. Anytime I watch like video compilations of him just acting and being himself and like joking around, they're so enjoyable. It's like he's he'd just be a really fun guy to so, interact with. If you liked Hot Ones, did you watch Snack Worlds, Snack Wars with him? Nope. Okay, it's with John Favreau. Do you know who John Favreau is? Isn't it the guy, guy from Marvel? Yeah, Mandalorian. Like he made the Mandalorian. Well, uh, you, you know him. Yeah, yeah. He was uh, Tony Stark's butler. Yeah, he. he that's the. Yeah. That's the main guy who oh, writes yeah, all those yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I always remember him as the guy from Friends that wanted to be the Ultimate Fighter champion. <laughs> that and also wasn't he also in no he was he was also in the longest yard <laughs> he was in something else but i can't remember. was it rudy yeah he was he was okay. rudy's best friend yeah he was his, his kind of a jerk like, bag did you kind of you know get me a girl <laughs> yeah 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 you can talk to girls i, re I remember yeah. him from that because i just remember there, that being a there's an episode where it's like american versus united states mm -hmm. and they do like snacks and this one was U.S. versus Chile mm -hmm. uh, because Pedro is from Chile. So mm, okay. uh, it, it's interesting. If you haven't got to watch it, you should totally watch it if you love Pedro Pascal. But but yeah, next week we're going to watch that with Bella Ramsey. And then there's like a lot of other people that show up in this show. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I think we were watching it for a while. Like you were watching it with me. Oh, like yeah, I was I, because you were so concerned about spoilers with it that i decided to pick it up and run with it one not mm -hmm. and then i got to the point where i'm like okay i get the gist of everything that's going on and everything that's happening uh so i like stopped on episode and i'm like oh, i'll wait a couple episodes and luckily enough there hasn't been really any spoilers thrown out that mm -hmm. i've i've seen i i did watch a tiktok today where the person was trying to say like joe was not wrong for doing this or, or whatever oh, like no. that. And I'm like, okay, obviously he does something in the end, but it was very ambiguous how the person was saying it. And I assume he did mm -hmm. that on purpose. And so I'm like, okay, yeah. I, I assumed it was going to, I, I think I already told you my thought process on what it's going, which we'll save for next week. Yeah. We only got to do that now because next week mm -hmm. we are doing The Last of Us. And then from there, we'll figure out what the heck we're watching. Because I don't know yeah. what the heck is up after that point. I, mm -hmm. I could be wrong. I could be right. Boston, thank yeah. you so much for joining me on today's episode of Bros and Shows. Yeah. I appreciate you as always. And thank you all so much for stopping by. I appreciate you guys too. And thank you all so much. Tune in. <laughs>